Welcome to the Learner's Corner Podcast. My name is Caleb Mason. And I'm Todd Ixenbaugh. This is the podcast for lifelong learners, where we learn from everything and anything. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Tyler Needing. Tyler started a movement called 52 Faces, 52 Stories um, about a year and a half ago, and we're really excited to talk with him about that. And we'll get into that a little bit more in our interview later in the episode. But Tyler has worked with several organizations, um, doing work for them such as New Point Community Church. He's also worked as the marketing director for 517 Creative, and he's also done some work with the Live Festival. He's also had many of his photos used by bands such as Wolves at the Gate, Switchfoot, Sidewalk Profits, and Third Day. He's also worked with a few other nonprofit organizations such as Pathway. So Tyler in this interview is a person who um, we would love to talk to about just what stories mean. Mm-hmm. Um, stories are a big, big part of his life, and he talks about how um, how that's true in, in our interview with him. But we just thought of Tyler as a person who absolutely personifies what story means and how it impacts people. And so we wanted to bring this interview to our listeners to be able to share just how important it is. Yeah, and we're really excited about this interview. And so we're going to join our conversation with Tyler Needing right now. Well, welcome to the podcast, Tyler Needing. Hi. We're so glad to have you here, Tyler. We're really excited to talk with you about you know something that you've started called um, 52 Faces, 52 Stories. But before we dive into that, um, how about you just tell us a little bit about you? Cool. Yeah, uh, my name's Tyler. I am 26 years old. I'm from Canton, Ohio. I've done a lot of, worn a lot of hats, as people say. Um, I've worked in childcare. I've worked um, in some stuff with like homeless people, and I've worked at churches and done music. I did right after being a musician for a long time. Um, I've toured with some bands. I um, spent a lot of time traveling and playing playing in bands and trying to make it as like a musician. And then a couple years ago, I landed in photography and video. Um, I started it because I was, I was doing storytelling with, um, New Point where I was interning at the time. And I was just like the journalist side of it, like the, like getting stories and like talking with people and kind of helping them walk through their story. And, uh, it was kind of always inconvenient to have to have someone else there filming. Uh, so they basically, one of, one of the guys that I, I was, um, being mentored by, um, his name is Matt Murphy. He started training me in video and photography and um, said that I had potential and had seen some pictures I'd done with my phone and things like that and was like, I think you'd be really good if you could get with a real camera. And he so he taught me how to do all that stuff and then kind of like I worked for him and a guy named Luke Gall for a while uh, at a company called 517 Creative um, for a little over a year. And then at one point, they just kind of set me loose like a dove said you're on your own you can do it and uh yeah they gave me a lot of tools to kind of prepare myself and been doing it on my own since since 2015 yeah just by myself no 2016 yeah that's me (laughs) so what we want to talk with you about today is something that you've started i would say probably over the last year yeah i started it at the beginning of 2016 is um, something called 52 Faces, 52 Stories. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and uh, what it is? 
Um, I started 52 Faces, 52 Stories, uh, first week in 2016. It was like kind of a New Year's resolution for me. Um, part of it was a little um, selfish. It was I just needed to take more photos. And um, I wanted to get better at taking photos of people. And I really enjoy talking to people, and I know a billion people, so I was like, I'm going to start taking pictures of people and trying to get good headshots and get get good at doing portrait photos. Um, so I like promised myself that I would post um, one portrait a day, or a week, sorry, for the year of 2016. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just do portraits, or maybe I'll do this or that. And then I started thinking about, um, at the end of 2015, I was taking starting to like stockpile photos uh, to get ready for 2016. And, um, I realized that like, as I was taking photos of people, they, some people felt really insecure and people that I thought were very attractive or very, um, good looking people, you know, guys and girls, people that I thought would be not insecure, um, were very insecure with getting their photos taken. They didn't really like it or they didn't really enjoy doing it because they felt like they didn't like how the photos looked. So I started trying to do, um, take pictures of people that were organic and we're like, got them in a moment and not necessarily, um, hey, stand here and let me take your picture and smile and do this and, um, you know, kind of pose them how I wanted to. I, I didn't really like doing that. So I just started taking photos of friends of mine um, in everyday life. Um, but I always wanted to have, them, I wanted them looking at me. That was always the big thing is I always wanted them looking straight at me um, or, you know, in a moment where they're enjoying something, you know. Um, and I was like, you know, like I, these people that are insecure that I think I haven't got it going on, you know, they've, they've got a lot going on for them. And they, I've, I was like people that I would never expect to be insecure and to, to need like a confidence boost. And, uh, so I started like when I would post the photo, I wanted to basically like tell a story about how I knew them and like good memories we had and like what kind of person they are, um, based on like with either their beliefs or like things that they do or the way that they treat other people. Um, a lot of it had to do with selflessness. I don't think people realize like how selfless they were or how good they were to other people. Um, so I wanted it to be a confidence boost for them and, uh, just kind of like praise them for a day, you know, um, not like in a weird way, but in a, in a way that would make them feel good and, and it, I, I was really surprised by when I started posting it. And I started doing the hashtag 52 faces, 52 stories, because um, that wasn't even actually at first. That was, I, I started about it, I started doing that, I think, in January. So it wasn't right at the beginning of 2016, but I went back and hashtagged all the ones that I'd done before because <laughs> I wanted it to be part of a stockpile. Um, but I started doing it because I was really, you know, I was doing 52, I was doing 52 people a year. Um, I think I missed that mark a little bit, but it was close, you know, kind of days kind of get away from you. Um, but that's the goal is to do one a week. And I was telling the, you know, telling a story about them and I wanted to share something about them. And, uh, what I noticed was after I started doing it, people started commenting below, like they would comment on that picture and be like, Oh, this person did this for me. Or like, I love how they treat me or I love how they, um, you know, did this or that or commenting on the memory that I shared. You know, if I shared a, a story or something funny that happened, People would be like, oh, I remember that. Like, that was such a good day. And it was such a big thing because I feel like there's so much crap on social media. And I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. I didn't think I was going to get the responses I did. Um, but I was just tired of seeing, like, people post about stuff they're sad about or stuff they're mad about. And, you know, we should be building each other up 
and that's really what I wanted to do in it was just kind of build up my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't sure how long I'd be able to run with it, but I'm not even close to being able to be done. You know, I don't th- I don't know if I'll ever stop. To be honest, I might miss a week or two, but mm-hmm. I don't intend on quitting anytime soon. Yeah, and here's here's the amazing thing. You know, if you if you search that hashtag, if you go on Instagram, uh, and your handle is T Needing mm-hmm. on Instagram, you know, if you look at that, you know, you realize this isn't just like two or three sentences yeah. about the person. Yeah. It is full blown, like sometimes two, three, four paragraphs yeah. about the person, which is just incredible, at least to me. Um, so you talked to, you talked a little bit about you know why you did this, and it really it really boils down to it was to help other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. The next question, what we want to ask is, you know, what what does your process look like for choosing someone? It got, I feel like it got a little hairy last year because I, I there was a period of time where I was probably halfway through the year where I, my my friends started to kind of wonder when, when is he gonna do mine or like when you know no one asked me but I could mm-hmm. tell, and I could tell um, when I get my camera out people are like oh is he taking this for this or that and that's the biggest thing is I try to hide it. You know, not necessarily taking photos to, um, just to use them, but I try to like do it. That's why I try to get them in the moment is because like we're doing something or I already have my camera out shooting something and I grab a photo of someone enjoying something or doing, you know, being with their friends and laughing and having a good time. Um, it's very rare that it's, it's, Hey, come stand over here so I can take your picture in this awkward parking lot or like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done it. I've done it a few times, but um, it's not necessarily uh, it's not necessarily what it what it sounds like. Where it's like you know this pro I don't have a list. I don't have um, if I did I, th- I I was afraid it would end up being like remember MySpace when you had your top ten or whatever. Yes, I was afraid it was going to end up being like that. So I, I I've made it pretty random. Um, I've posted photos from people that I um, have been friends with for. 20 years 20 20 plus years like since we were born basically i've posted photos of people that i've been friends with less than a year that have had an impact on my life um so there's not a real not a real like process to it other than i do have a stockpile of photos on my hard drive that i start once i take that you know once i take their picture like there's some that are months old you know like i've done some that are i did some that were a year old i think where i just had them and i was like i want to post this so I, i threw it into a folder that I keep, uh, I keep, I keep, I keep a few around, you know, like on, on, on file so I can pull them when I want to, or a, a lot of it is based on inspiration though. Like there's times I'll have six, seven photos sitting in a folder and I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'll start trying to writing one for, you know, writing a post about a specific person. And I just, I'm not feeling it at the time. Mm-hmm. And like not necessarily anything wrong with them, you know, they just don't, um, well, it's the creative process, yeah, right? It's the yeah. writing process. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have to, I have to feel it first and there's been times where I've written a post before I even had a photo for someone like something you know triggered triggered my mind and you just knew yeah I just yeah. knew that I was like oh that, that this at some point in time um, I'm gonna post I'm gonna post a photo for this friend or this person and I'm gonna want to have remembered this so I'll write it and and just kind of keep it in the on the back burner until I can get a, a good photo of them so, so what do you think is more in, inspiring with that so like you're talking about how you've even written posts before but for some like you have the picture but you don't really it's just not clicking, and so you have to you have to kind of let that. Mm-hmm. How about this word? Marinate. Yeah, marinate. Um, but like, what? So, what do you find to be inspiring about it? Is it the photography itself? Is it the photos? It's that 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 really kind of spark, 
or is it is it just you know that person really has impacted me? Like, what is it for you that that inspires the creative process as you're doing it? Um, I think it would be a mix of both, to be honest, because there's times where um, I'll take a photo and with no intentions and right. look at it and be like, man, that's like that speaks to me or like this is this is their life photo. You know what I mean? I want I want people. And it's, it's with me, too. Like, when friends take I have a ton of photographer friends that when they take my photo, there's times where I'm like, gosh, I hate how I look at that, or I hate, that's not my smile, that's not my, like, real smile, right. you know? Um, but there's there's a lot of times where I'll take photos, and I'll, like, see something, like, oh, that's that's how I would want to be remembered, or that's mm-hmm. how I would want people to see me um, if my photo was taken, you know, not just this blank canvas behind me where I'm taking my photo and posing and um, photoshopping it to, you know, make it better, Um so a lot of times, like, that'll happen, and I'll take the photo and be like, man, this is, like, I'm going to use this. This is going to be good at some point in time. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I don't know where where exactly it comes from most of the time. You know, I just recently heard a, a person say that, that creativity, it, it comes from, it comes from uh, people who, who simply, they, they look at the, they take things that they know, mm-hmm. and they just make connections that nobody has ever made before. That actually came from a podcast I was listening to this morning. And so for you, like, what, what, what kind of connections are you making when you're doing this? Like, as you're doing that, like, are there connections that you're making? Because, I mean, most creatives are doing that. So, like, yeah. talk about connections and what are you looking at and what are you thinking about whenever you're, when you're trying to capture these moments? Um, <coughs> Photography-wise, I'm just looking for, um, I don't know, d- dimples a lot of times. Like, it's not, like, that sounds <laughs> funny, but um, if I take a photo... I don't know. I want you to be able to like picture them laughing if you see it. You know what I mean? Not just like, oh, he's got a nice smile, or she's got, you know, she looks nice in this picture. You know, I want it to be, um, I want it to look good first of all. Like I want the photo to be good. Yeah. So that's like that's that's a struggle sometimes. Is like capturing a photo that's um, in action and or you know happening organically, and it being a quality photo. Um, so that's that's kind of like as I'm I've looked back. There's a lot of photos. I'm like, oh wow, I'm getting a lot better. I've you know, I wasn't very good when I posted this, and I'm a little a little bit embarrassed about it. But I do have this um, when I do shoots for people most of the time, and engagement shoots, and um, all sorts of stuff like babies and families, and um, I'll give them pictures that aren't necessarily good uh, based based on their reactions in the photos. Because um, you know, like you know, they might not necessarily post it on Facebook. I'm not going to use it for my portfolio, but it's a memory that they have, and it's like an organically. Um, mm-hmm. pleasant picture for them, you know, and they probably want it for their own, yeah, own, own use, you know. Um, so that's the biggest thing is just trying to capture um, what I feel like compliments them the most. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's usually an organic photo, you know, it's not a, a post photo. It's, it's, it's really what, um, the best is when they don't necessarily know I'm doing it. Yeah. You're looking for that yeah. real moment. Yeah. Like that real moment. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, like, it's hard to get when they're looking at me, you know, it's hard to get them looking straight at me laughing or like doing this or that, but that's kind of, I, in, in that case, most photographers kind of hate the way I shoot, but in some cases it's, it has to be done that way as I just fire away. <laughs> like if I see someone looking, you know, they're about to look at me and they're laughing or something like that, I'll take 10 photos in a half a second, you know, just trying to capture, you know, a perfect moment that I feel like is captures who they are. Um, and the writing process is, is, is different too. Like connecting, connecting the, what I'm writing to the photos is, um, there's somewhere I've talked about how like, this is how I see this person, you know, like this is my best memory with this person, or this is, um, this is, this is how I, you know, how I see them as, is happy. And like, 
Um, I do, I have talked about like not necessarily great times, like we've been you know maybe been through struggles together, um, but most of the time I try to connect a really good memory, a really happy sure. memory, or a memory where they they affected me, um, mm-hmm. or have been there for me, or um, been there for others, you know, and uh, a big reason I one reason I started doing it, which I kind of I didn't really mention before, was I needed to like improve my writing, mm-hmm. and um, I need like I, I I desire to do photojournalism and video journalism, and I was like, oh, this is a good way to kind of like help capture stories. And for a while, I actually had a friend of mine that I would he would basically publish all my photo or all my like writings for me before I would post the photo. Um, and you know, after a little, after a couple months, I didn't really, you know, he wasn't really telling me anything new at that point. But there was a there was a period of time where I was like, you know, you should put a comma in here, and like maybe you should stop this sentence and start here, you know, just because it's I'm not used to I wasn't used to it at the time, you know, not, I didn't do you know have any experience in writing before, um, but now it's kind of just happens, right? Um, and a lot of people have I've mentioned it, it. It feels like I'm, it's me talking, when they read it. And I laughed. One of my buddies told me that he's like, "It actually feels like you're, you're the one talking. Like you're not just reading something that you wrote. Like it feels like you're. It's how you would talk." And it's like, well, that's funny because that's usually how I end up writing it. Is I'm in my car, I'm driving, and I turn on my uh, talk to text on my phone, in my notes section, and I just talk, and then later I go back and add, you know, punctuation and things like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's why it sounds like I want it to sound like it's me you know, sharing my heart for this person, you know? Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of, I guess that's part of the process too, is, is there, there are, have been quite a few times where it's really me literally just talking and you know, that's how it kind of comes, comes together. So. so this is a really personal process for you. Yeah. Like this isn't just, you know, haphazard, I'm going to do this thing. And so I'm cranking stuff out. This is a personal, um, well thought out, um, kind of an emotional process as you're kind of thinking through these things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, I think, you know, you kind of like, I don't know what the right word is, illustrate that by, you know, you're okay with not releasing one week if it's not how you want it to be. Yeah. Because you know, like the profound impact that these things have about you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to talk with you next. Like what, what's the impact that you've seen these photos and these stories made on people? Um, I've seen, I mean, for a while, it was it was just people, you know, telling me, like, "Hey, I really appreciate you know what you said about me," or like this or that. And I've had a few people who were kind of a little emotional about it, you know, because they like not necessarily getting many words of affirmation, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were they were a little bit more affected by it than other people. Um, but I would say the biggest impact um, is I've heard from people that I have not talked to in years. Um, oh, I had wow. a guy, I had a guy specifically who I went to uh, college with. And he was a little older than me, and he was uh, he was just into different things. I mean, I don't want to say anything, you know, poor about him, you know. Um, but he he w- we were very different, but we got along really well. And he was really just like genuinely a nice guy. Um, and he he commented one day and was like, or he didn't comment. He messaged me. That's what it was. He messaged me and was like, "Hey, man, like I know we haven't talked in like six years, seven years, probably." And it was like, but I wanted you to know that, like, I look forward to, like, you posting these every time. And that I just, I really, uh, it, it means a lot to read these and to see the good in the world and, like, see what's happening. 
And, uh, like, I, I just, I just wanted you to know, like, I really appreciate it and like, keep, keep doing what you're, you're doing and the world is like becoming better because of what you're doing. And, and let me just clarify, this is a person that you haven't done a story for. No, I haven't done anything for him. No, I had, I hadn't, like we, we were literally, literally only had one class together in college. Mm-hmm. We sat next to each other in class and, you know, became buddies, but we didn't hang out outside of class. We didn't do anything together. And I hadn't, I seriously hadn't heard from or seen him in seven years. Um, and I've, I've had a few of those. Like, I've had people yeah. um, that I haven't heard from in a long time that would comment or message me and just say, like, hey, I know we kind of, like, lost lost contact, but, like, I just wanted you to know that, like, this is making an impact on people that you don't necessarily even know. And uh, I would say that's a, that's another thing is, too, I get people that comment on them because I'll tag the person in it, you know, that way sure. people that don't know me still can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a big thing, too. It's been kind of cool is, like, see people comment or see people um continue to give them words of affirmation that I have no idea who they are, you know, and they'll continue what I'm writing, you know, like, or they'll share something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really cool. And that's been a really cool way to impact, you know, see how that's impacting people and impacting uh, people that I don't even know. Um, but I've also seen like people start to do it. Like, I don't want to take credit for um, what other people are doing, but I've seen like a few friends who, um, who wouldn't normally, I would say um, post, Specific things like that, but they'll post a picture of someone and then like, like, hey, I took, you know, I love this person to death and like, da 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 you know, like, this is what I love about them and I really mm-hmm. appreciate their friendship, that kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of, that's what I wanted. Like, I didn't want it to be like just me, you know what I mean? It's cool to be, to post those, but if I'm just posting it every week mm-hmm. and I'm not getting any sort of feedback on it, um, good or bad, like, I don't want to do it, you know? Right. Um, but it's been cool to see people kind of start to uh, like pick that up and adopt it a little bit and start to do it in their own way. And, um, I have a buddy who, who did, he did a couple, he's, he's, he's picked up photography this last year and he did a couple and I jokingly hashtagged 52 faces, 52 stories under his picture uh, just to be funny. But, um, <laughs> you're like, just saying, bro. Yeah. We're, uh, he, I'm, no, he's a good friend of mine and I actually, I actually sold him my first camera. So it's kind of, um, it's kind of a funny thing, but I, I, and I really appreciate that. Like, I really, I really like to see that, like, and I don't even, and I don't want credit for it, you know, it's just, I just want it to continue to happen, you know, like, I feel like that's a, that's a huge thing is people don't compliment each other enough, you know, you don't tell someone, um, in a lot of ways, like, you know, it's whether you're not friends with them anymore, whether someone's passed on, whether it's like, um, you just don't contact with them anymore, you, you never tell them how you feel, you know, it's always too late, you know, it's always... I haven't talked to that guy in seven years. I wish I wish I told him like the way he impacted me then, you know, or this or that. Um, so why not? You know, like why not do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I kind of had to hum, humble myself a little bit too. I had to be a little um, transparent with it because there was certain posts that not I didn't necessarily like want to post because it was. It, I don't want it to sound too sappy or like people to judge me because it's like. He really, he really posts a lot about his about his friends and about how much he appreciates them and that kind of thing. But I don't want it to be. I don't know. You 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 have to be transparent. Otherwise, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do you think these like why do you think these pictures and these stories resonate with people so much? I think it resonates with people because um, it's truth. Like it's it's um, it's I try to when I'm writing I try to like really speak highly of the person and, and speak a lot of truth into, into what, what is, is being said. And, um, I think a lot of times people forget about that. 
you know, they forget about that we had these really good times. They forget about, um, you know, the fact that they're, even though they're in hard times right now and even though they're, they might be down and upset about something like that really they're like making an impact on other people's lives through what they're doing. Um, and I think when people go, go through life, you know, you get busy and you do the same thing every day, you know, depending on what job you have, it gets kind of mundane. You forget about the fact that you're like the people you work with, you're probably having an impact on and you don't even realize it. They're your people you're friends with and you call once a week just to see how they're doing. You get off the phone with them and they're probably like, man, I really appreciate that person. And they don't tell them, you know? Um, so I feel like, I feel like kind of talking about that and, and being appreciative of them um, resonates with, with people because because we all think it and we're just not saying it most of the time. Um, and I think the photos resonate with people a lot of times because I've had friends that were, you know, like, how did you, I don't even remember this, you know, like, or I don't, how did you grab this or that, you know, and I'm, they're not the best photos. Like I have friends who are way better photographers than me, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't want it to be about just having a good photo. I want it to be like, a, a photo that really truly shows their their color you know yeah yeah so where do, where do you see 52 faces 52 stars going i don't know man maybe it'll end up i a little bit of my inspiration came from uh uh humans of new york of oh yeah. yeah 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 now, what's that humans of new york is um a guy that basically every day he just walks around I don't know. I don't know what his job is. Like I don't know how he makes his money. I've actually heard now he he is actually a photographer. Like that is actually what he does. I don't. That's not confirmed. Like I don't know that for a fact. But I have heard people say like his job is he's actually a photographer. I kind of figured he's he's incredible. He's He's really good. Yeah. Um, But I don't know where he finds the time to. He just takes these. He just takes these crazy pictures of everyday like people just in everyday life. They're just doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he'll take pictures of people sitting on a a bench in New York City. like in Central Park, mm-hmm. or he'll take a picture of somebody walking down a sidewalk. Yep. And then the thing is, he not only does that, but then he shares, a, I mean, he does a lot of more lengthy, lengthy stories about their background, where they came from. There's, and there was, there was one I remember specifically, it was a guy in a suit. Um, it's kind of the opposite of what I was trying to do, but kind of like you're not, what, what you're not seeing. Um, he took, takes this picture of this guy in a suit who was very like clean cut and very good looking guy. And, um, he basically talks about how like how miserable he is and all this stuff and how he grew up in like just terrible times and like his dad was abusive and like all this stuff and how even though he works on Wall Street or wherever, he hates his life and he you know, he works just to like survive so he can go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, well, that's you know that's really that that really hit me hit me hard on him, but I I wanted to do the opposite of that. You know, like I wanted to tell the good in people. And, you know, he's, I would never say he was, um, he, he's just very real. You know, like he, his purpose isn't to make people feel better. His purpose is to share real stories, um, which I think is amazing. Um, and he's talked about everything from human trafficking to, you know, suicide, to, um, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. Um, but he does one every day, though. So that's a little... Uh, no, this is like a big part of what yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he has sponsors and that kind of thing at this point, but... Um, that's kind of like that's kind of where like it some of it rooted from, but um, you know I wanted I wanted photos that were that were real, you know like that really captured someone and um, yeah I don't know I, I don't know where I see it going though it's it's I hope I don't think I'll ever completely stop it um, I, I I had intentions of only doing it for one year, um, but then I got to the end of two thousand sixteen and realized that I had a 
lot more people to talk about, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And and I don't think I'll stop at my friends either because I, I, I t- it's going to take a while to get through, like, the people that I care about and the people that have impacted me. Uh, it might be years before I get to even one of my best friends. You know, there's people that I see every day that I, I haven't posted about, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was a little, that's been a little difficult for me because I don't want them to feel neglected, I guess. Um, but... Yeah, I don't really have any intentions of stopping. It might not be as consistent. It might be more consistent. It might be end up being a couple of weeks. You never know. Um, it just a lot of it depends on time. A lot of it depends on how many photos I have. And <laughs> sure. Um, but I I hope it I hope it becomes more than just just me. You know. Sure. You talk a lot about story, and and I know just just from knowing you, you're a, a person who loves people's stories. Mm-hmm. Why do they impact you that way? And not only that, why do they impact you? But like. How do you think they impact people? Like stories to t- tend to impact people. Why do you think that is? Like talk to us a little bit about why you love stories and, and why they impact you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I love stories just because it's like gives me the background of the person and c- kind of lets me like see their true true colors and they they have to be transparent when they're sharing their story. You know, um, that's one of the things I do at New Point is I do um, I do majority of the baptism videos at the church and I love it because I get to go and film with someone that I've never met and they just unload most of the time. Um, they share their story, they share their background, they share their struggles. And, uh, that's, that's, that's really why I started doing film was because when I was at new point, I was doing the, you know, the journalism side of it, like the, the interviewing side of it. And, um, but I love it because it's just, people just, usually they're nervous when they start, but, um, that's like something I feel like has been a, like a gift of mine, I guess, is being able to talk to someone. And even if I don't know them, they feel the need to, I don't, I don't want to say feel the need. To, I, people have felt the need to unload on me, even though I, you know, didn't ask for it. Um, but that's usually, a, usually in public, you know, people that I don't necessarily know. Um, but like, I, I, I have found that like people need to, mm-hmm. you know, it started out as like, I'm a, I guess I'm a little, I, a little selfish in that, like saying that like when people unload on me, but I don't mean it in that way. Well, Tyler, you and I have talked about this before, but you just, you have a gift of just knowing when people need Mm. someone, someone to talk with, someone to listen to. And, you know, I think that's part of what makes your ability to capture these stories so well is that you genuinely, you genuinely care Mm. because you can see the hurt in people. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, um, that was like, that's a total gift from God. Most of, you know, mostly it's a few years ago, I, I, and I says, okay, we share the story. You know the story. Um, I don't know. I haven't told. I haven't told a lot of people. I, t- I tell. I've told a lot of like my close friends and family and things like that. But some people kind of think it's odd. <laughs> um, but a f- quite a few years ago, I guess I kind of forgot about this part. But I, I this isn't part of my story most of the time because it's a little, uh, a little extreme, I guess. But I really felt like I was judging people, and I would see people in public and I would judge them and I would, I would like tear them apart, um, and. I like hated it. I'm like, I'm a Christian. Like I gotta, I gotta be a good person and like act good and things like that, you know, and be very surfacey. And so I would never tell them, you know, if I was making fun of them in my mind. Um, but I, I literally just prayed to God and I was like, God, I want to hurt for what these hurt people hurt for. And like, I want to feel like what they're feeling. I'll tell you what, it was, it was one of the best and worst decisions I've ever made. It was, it was, it was one of the best decisions because it's, it's affected my life. Um, and like kind of led me to where I am now, but it was the worst because I don't think I've ever cried so much, uh, in one period of time. 
Um, I would meet people, man, I would be in, at Starbucks and a guy would walk past me and I'd give him a, like a head nod, you know, like a what's up. And with no intent, I'd have my headphones on, no intentions of carrying on a conversation with this random stranger. And um, before I knew it, he'd be sitting across from me at my two person table and and sharing his life story and how basically how he needed to talk with someone and that he was going to go do this or that and was thinking about suicide or, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff. And that was like my life for a while. Like that happened all the time. And it still does. If I, I just got to let it most of the time, you know, I, I, I used to run from it. There was a period of time where I ran from it because I, I didn't know, I didn't understand why it was happening, but I, I really feel like God's literally just like, Oh, you want to, you want to know these people? Like, here you go. Here's your opportunity to. And, um, I started journaling it, you know, like I started kind of keeping track of it. And, and that was before I even interned at the church. That's before I started doing the story. That's before I, um, I really thought much of it. I just like, was, oh, this is a crazy thing that God's doing in my life. Um, yeah, it was kind of, it's kind of, it's been kind of wild. Um, but, but people, people do, man, people need to talk. People need to share what's going on in their life. Um, not everybody, you know, some people are very like, they just want to be quiet and not, not talk about things. But what I found is most of the time, if you, um, and I learned this from a mentor of mine that <laughs> you ask someone, Hey, how you doing? Oh, doing okay. You say, how you really doing? And they will, they will, that is, that is the go ahead. That is the green light to literally just, just mm-hmm. go for it. You know, and they, they unload, you know, they, and they want to, and they want to share that. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's, I'd kind of say that's where it, it started yeah <laughs> I didn't realize that until talking kind of talking it out but that's kind of that's why it all started I guess yeah because you're you've seen the hurt in people yeah. is at least from my perspective it's helped you see people people need encouragement people mm-hmm. need yep. to know that they're appreciated as, as you said I think that's kind of what led to 52 stories yeah 52 faces and 52 stories yeah I hadn't thought about it like that but that's really why that's really where like the beginning of it was and it was I mean that was 2013 I think Something like that. Maybe even before that. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tyler, if, if someone wants to get in t- contact with you, if they want to see, you know, 52 faces, 52 stories, if they want to um, talk with you about possibly doing some photo work, mm-hmm. how can they reach out to you? Uh, easiest thing is my Instagram. Uh, if you go to Instagram.com slash T-Needing, T-N-E-A-D-I-N-G, um, that is my tag for everything. It's uh, my Gmail it's my Instagram, um, or you can go to Facebook, and I just it's just Tyler Needing Film and Photography. Um, you know, all my contact information is on there, and pretty much, pretty much open to most things as far as <laughs> photography and video go. You know, I won't necessarily turn turn you away unless it's a little wild, but um, do pretty much everything. I do concert photography. I do headshots. I do um, film. You know, I do a lot of a lot of storytelling. That's like probably seventy five percent of my work is storytelling, and I. And I never realized until last last week, I think I was shooting for a homeless shelter um, to help them with a promo video. And I was shooting a story of a guy who, who was homeless, and he's in his 60s or, I think, late 60s. And he's he made it. Like, he's on his own now. And I, like, left there. And I was kind of, like, emotional about it because it's just kind of a cool thing. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was, like, a few years ago, I really was like, man, I wish I could make a career out of telling people stories. And somehow, I don't know how, I'm not really sure how it happened, but that's kind of, that's exactly what I'm doing now. It might not be a hundred percent of my, hundred percent of my career, but it's a good chunk of what I do is storytelling, whether 
it's through photos or video work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check out my stuff. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Tyler. Yeah, thanks. Well, I think one of my biggest takeaways from that interview with Tyler is really just the the power of story. You know, it's interviews like this that, that why we really started the podcast is because we want to learn from everything and we want to learn from everything. Even like a hashtag as simple as 52 faces, 52 stories. Now, on the next episode of the podcast, we're going to be learning about web design and web development um, from one of my friends, Stephen Greer. The best way to make sure that you don't miss our next episode is by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. If you want to see some of our key takeaways from this episode, check out our show notes. In the show notes, what you need, what, what you can do is, if you have an iPhone, you can go to your podcast app, um, the, the, the podcast app that comes with your phone, and you can look under there. Um, whenever you click on our podcast, um, you can you can find the, the show notes that are already there. They're present in the thing. All you have to do is click on the thing that says "Read More" under underneath of the description. And you can find all of the show notes there. We have all sorts of things that we put in there, quotes, um, any extra files that they, that they um, gave us potentially, or any um, articles or, or anything that was talked about or mentioned in the podcast. All of it is right there, and we put that there for you so that you can continue to follow along with some of the things that were discussed. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, leave us a rating and write a review of our podcast on your podcast player. If you want to continue the conversation, if you want to let us know like some of your or your key takeaways from this past episode, you know, like our page on Facebook and comment on there, or follow us on Instagram at our handle at the Learners Corner, or hit us up on Twitter and let us know some of your key takeaways or what you learned from Tyler at our handle at Learners Podcast. Until next time, keep learning and keep growing. Mm-hmm.